The Australian Trainers Association presents. Here's McKay Diva. A nation roars for a hero. She's starting to wind up. Swings it down the outside. It's going to get desperate. Michelle Payne has created history in Flemington. It's Germany's Melbourne Cup. Protection is flying through thanks to Red Canal. The Australian Trainers Podcast. Welcome, trainers, to this week's podcast. Our topics this week include health and well-being and initiatives from an ATA and a Racing Victoria perspective. We've got some projects that are ongoing with Racing Victoria at the moment, firstly around travel stables, secondly around the working week. We'll also talk a little bit about the adding of races, where we have an abandoned meeting, what's the process there. And lastly, we're going to give you some really interesting statistics around prize money around Australia, races over a million dollars, together with infrastructure and ownership percentages around the country. Racing Victoria's flagship is Stable Line in the health and wellbeing area. Stable Line is a telephone service that can be accessed by all racing participants. It's also a confidential service where they can access psychologists, psychiatrists, and also case managers. Recently, Kira Fitzgerald and I spent the morning on RSN's Racing Pulse with Michael Falgate, describing the service provided by StableLine. It can be accessed by ringing 1300 520122, together with details which are available on the Racing Victoria website. I would also take this opportunity to mention the Australian Trainers Trust, which is the only medium of its type which was established in 2016. The trust is there to support our trainers who suffer acute financial need due to injury, illness or death. Further details on the Australian Trainers Trust can be found on the ATA website or simply give the office a call. We have two projects we're working on with Racing Victoria at the present time. The first is Travel Stables. We've indicated to Racing Victoria that we think it would be a great idea if we would get some boxes built at a number of our on-course facilities. Courses under consideration include Mooney Valley, Pakenham, Cranbourne. We've also put Flemington on the table, although that's potentially less likely than the other three. The purpose of the travel boxes will be to offer our trainers flexibility for those who travel long distances with their horses, whether they can travel down earlier in the day, whether they could stay and go home a day later. The intent is to provide trainers with options so that they can better manage the well-being of them, their staff and of course their horses. The second project is the working week and whether this can be improved upon for participants. The Victorian Jockeys Association and the ATA are heavily in discussions with Racing Victoria on this subject. It is also a matter that has been highly debated in the press in recent times. Points for discussion and review at this time include night meetings, finish times at those night meetings, training centres, opening and closing times, staff and staff availability and how we can encourage more resources into the industry, race-free Mondays, which are run across December to March each year, and the overall number of race meetings held each year, which for the 1920 season equates to 558 in total. There are a lot of stakeholders involved in these conversations, apart from the jockeys, the trainers and Racing Victoria. They include clubs, 
They include the wagering service providers and, of course, broadcasters. No doubt we will be in a position to provide members with an update on this important subject in our next podcast. When a race meeting is abandoned, we sit down with Racing Victoria's programming department and we assess the races and establish whether there's a number of equivalent type races that are in the system across the next 10 days or indeed whether any of those races are not within the program and therefore we need to look at adding those to a forthcoming race meeting. We also are very careful that where those races involve Vobus bonuses, that those Vobus bonuses are reinstated on the new races as well. We're going to finish our topics today just looking at some statistics from around Australia, which I think you'll find particularly interesting. Prize money, first of all. This country pays almost $830 million in prize money and incentives through breeders and owners schemes. Victoria and New South Wales top that list at $286 million annually. Queensland is around $135 million. In Western Australia, roughly $68 million. South Australia, $42 million. Tasmania, $13 million and Northern Territory with some $9 million. That makes Australia the second richest jurisdiction in the world, only behind Japan. There are some 60 races held in Australia every year where the purse is $1 million or greater, with the Everest at $15 million, representing the single largest purse for any race in Australia, indeed, any turf race in the world. For interest's sake, in Europe, where it combines 44 countries, which includes heavyweights such as France, England, Ireland and Germany, there are a mere 22 races which offer prize money of a million dollars or greater. How many racetracks do you think there are in Australia? 100? 200? 300? Indeed, there are some 330 racetracks in Australia, making that the most racetracks in any racing jurisdiction in the world. And finally, from an ownership perspective... One in every 244 people in Australia have ownership in a racehorse, making for some 100,000 owners across the country. And indeed, of that 100,000, 60,000 of those people have an ownership stake in a horse that is racing in Victoria. On the road again Just can't wait to get on the road again Plenty of activity out in the regions. We've been to Ballarat where there were some works ongoing on the course proper to bring that back into racing. They've been completed successfully. Kilmore was reintroduced back into the racing calendar on the 6th of February after a reconstruction of the course proper which took some 14 months. And the automatic irrigation system is progressing well during installation at the Wodonga Turf Club. Looking ahead, we're heading down to Stony Creek for their cup meeting on the 8th of March, where the ATA will be sponsoring the ATA Stony Creek Classic for three-year-olds. And on the 22nd of March for Bairnsdale, after everything they've been through uh, with the bushfires, it'll be the Lakes Entrance Cup Day and the ATA will be throwing on a barbecue with refreshments for trainers and their staff. Rick Cadeau coming down the outside. Dunedin is coming through in the middle. Dunedin, Rick Cadeau and Lucas Krennic. Dunedin is coming hard. Dunedin, Rick Cadeau. Dunedin and Rick Cadeau, they hit the line. 
Members, that's a wrap for this week's show. Keep your feedback coming in. We really value your suggestions and input. If there's any topic that you want us to cover or look into, feel free to send a note through to the office, contact me directly, or get onto our website. And as always, members, happy racing. That's all, folks.